All right, all right. Welcome, guys, to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host uh, today and every day, Jared Hamilton. Thank you so much for being here. Today, um, I actually had a little bit of trouble deciding what I wanted to talk about because I've got like two or three really, really big boy podcast topics that I want to talk about. So I've been kind of going back and forth on what order to put them in. So um, I decided to do this one first because I'm sure in the next couple, I will refer back to this one. So I wanted to have this one on the books um, because you're really going to want to pay close attention to this one and the next few I've got coming out. I mean, I think you should just like binge listen every single day to my podcast, but I'm biased. So um, I know because the ne- uh, some ones in the future, I'm going to be talking about specifics with developing self-confidence. Uh, I'm going to talk specifics about, um, let me see, where's my other one? Oh, about um, basically like a little bit of a teaser, like if the scale doesn't define you, then what does? And I've got some really cool topics along those lines that I think will help you a lot, um, which are very different in the context than what you're thinking more than likely right now. So just saying, you're not going to want to miss some of the stuff I have coming up. But today, I've been wanting to do this podcast for a while. So I uh, I got my notes together and uh, and whatnot. And then I had someone that kind of sealed the deal. Um, one of uh, a good friend of mine and one of my tribe members, she uh, posted, asked this question in um, in an Instagram Q&A I had. So I was like, all right, I need to do this episode like now. Um, we're talking mental health and fat loss. Okay. Basically, how to go like like how to go about fat loss, but keeping your mental health in shape, um, or just going, being, you know, getting into fitness and keeping that stuff going or, or especially in the weight loss world while keeping your mental health in check. Or if you currently have mental health issues right now, like you're dealing with some stuff, anxiety, depression, uh, just feeling worthless and all this crazy stuff. Cause here's my issue. All right. Here's my problem. Most people think mental health and fat loss are in opposite directions. Like the amount of people I've talked to who have said, no, I took a break from going to the gym because it was messing with my mental health or no, I quit dieting and I get quit stopped on my fat loss goals because it was fucking with my mental health or, oh, I have to get my mental health in check before I get into the wonderful world of fitness, which I understand. But here's my issue. They should go hand in hand seamlessly. They are not in opposite directions. As in fitness, fat loss, getting healthy, and the fitnessy stuff should not affect negatively your mental health. If anything, it should make it better. Like one of the best strategies if you struggle with mental health is to get your health, fitness, weight loss, whatever your state, whatever that side of thing, things in check. But the issue is more than likely right now, you may be one of those people that goes, I don't know how those in any way, shape, or form go hand in hand. And this is a problem. And that's what I want to talk about is where people go wrong with mental health and fat loss, where they do go in opposite directions. But then I also want to talk about how fitness, fat loss, and all that stuff helps with mental health, especially if you're struggling right now, and how to make them go hand in hand. Because that's the thing, they should go hand in hand. It'd be like, imagine if someone said, um, dieting and exercise don't go hand in hand, they're polar opposites. It's like, wait, are you, wait, well, hang on, what? Or like being a good parent is polar opposite to being a good spouse. It's like, no, all that stuff is like very brother, sister, like, like they go very hand in hand, you know, like being a good parent and being a good uh, spouse go very well hand in hand. That, that, that's what gets me is saying that if it, because if you've been doing this and like, this is negatively affecting your mental health, then I promise you you're doing it wrong. Okay. And that's what I want to clear up. I want to show you how to fix that because they should not 
go in opposites. They, they very much are going hand in hand. Like imagine if I said like, I don't have kids, but imagine if I said, yeah, I feel like if I'm a good parent, I'm a shitty husband. Or if I said, yeah, I can't be a good husband without being a shitty parent. Like you'd probably look at me like I'm crazy because those go hand in hand very well. You see what I mean? It's the exact same thing with, um, with this. Like I'm, I know I'm kind of beating, beating this one into the ground right now, but I, you really need to know that your mental health and fat loss, fitness, getting stronger, all those goals go very much hand in hand. Okay. Um, because here's the beautiful thing. You can bend fitness into whatever, whatever you need right now. Cause here's the issue. Most people think of fitness, fat loss, that stuff as one way where it's like calorie counting, hitting it six days a week, no carbs, eat, sleep, and breathe fitness, da, 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 all this crazy stuff. And now I understand why it's affecting your mental health because it's just intense as fuck. But you're telling me going on a walk every day isn't good for your mental health? You're telling me like losing 10 pounds won't make you feel better? You're telling me going and exercising when you don't want to, but no one that's like the epitome of self-love isn't going to help. This is what I'm saying. There are so many facets to this. It's not a one size fits all cookie cutter box of fitness that you see on Instagram. This is the problem. You see people on Instagram who only, or on whatever that only show you a highlight reel. Fuck. You know, you realize half the fitness influencers you follow online who are just shredded all year round. They prepped like a bodybuilder for one photo shoot. They took 500 pictures and they, then they go back to being normal and aren't shredded 24 seven, but they post only the photo shoot pictures for the next year. Like you got to understand that like most people are holding themselves to an unreal standard because the fitness and fat loss world and influencers, a lot of them are just being deceptive. That's half the reason right there. You're like, oh no, I want to be like, you know, John Smith, or I want to be like, you know, big booty Judy and look that way all year round. And I just want to like, whatever. But, and then because you can't hold yourself to that, keep yourself at that place. It's like, you know, it makes you feel worthless, but you have to understand that big booty Judy doesn't look like that 24 seven. Most of the, most of the fitness influencers literally prep like get super like a bodybuilder, crazy, crazy protocols for one photo shoot. Then they post that photo shoot for the next year. And you have to understand, and that's just one facet. We're going to get really deep into this, but understand, like, I really want you to know that your mental health and your fitness fat loss stuff goes very, 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 very much hand in hand. Because here's the thing you have to understand. It's not the fact that fitness and fat loss is messing with your mental health. It's it's if you're having issues, it's more than likely the avenue that you're going is affecting your mental health. You know what I mean? It's the fact that like calorie counting is bothering you or the fact that going to the gym seven days a week or only eating the same three foods every day and getting more of an extremism approach is bothering you. Understand this. Imagine if you are driving your car. I know I hate fitness car analogies, but this is one that I actually do agree with. Imagine you're driving your car and all of a sudden the road is just torn up. Like the city workers are like replacing the pavement and they have it torn up and they've got shit everywhere and it's all broken gravel and it's literally going to damage your car, but you still have to get to the destination on the other side. You're going on vacation. You're driving, let's say from Indiana where I'm at to Florida to go to Disney. There's your hypothetical situation. But let's say the road that you're going to go on, one of the roads you're going to go on is just fucked to hell. There's a tree falling. There's the city workers have torn up all the gravel and it is literally going to damage your car. If you go on this road, 
Are you going to call off vacation because of one road being all fucked up? More than likely not. You're, what you're going to do is you're going to hit on your turn signal and take the side road, go around the shitty road, and continue going towards your destination, right? Even if it takes you a little bit longer. You see what I mean? If if the avenue you're going on is not conducive for your mental health, that's where everyone gets caught up at. They feel like they have to calorie count. Because here's the thing. is calorie Like I preach it all the time. Calorie counting is like the absolute best way to know where you're at and to sustainably lose weight. But it's not the only way. Okay. I talk about calorie deficit a lot, but you have to understand it's the premise of being in a calorie deficit. If you, if I'm not saying calorie counting is the best thing for everybody right now. In the same way on that analogy, driving on the fucked up road may not good be good for you right now. When it's fixed, drive on that road. You see what I mean? So when it comes to this stuff, everything's everything in life's about phasing, right? It's the, the phases we're in. If you're in a place right now where your focus is on mental health, maybe your focus shouldn't be on you know, losing fat as fast as possible. It should maybe be on fixing your relationships with food or fixing your relationship with the scale or just making goal number one, getting your mental health in check. But here's the thing. You can still do other actions that are conducive for fat loss goals while keeping mental health in check. Okay. And there's a difference also between working out and exercising and diet and, and eating right to help benefit your fat loss or I'm sorry, to help benefit your mental health versus ignoring your mental health because you go to the gym seven days a week and eat the same two foods every single day. There's a whole different intention. You know what I mean? Because there's one, you can literally start this stuff and say, you know what, I'm doing this for my mental health. And then everything flows from that in terms of how you eat and how you exercise versus what a lot of people do is they say, I'm going to ignore my issues, ignore my baggage, ignore my mental health, and bury it in fitness. And that's when they're going to the gym seven days a week and going and eating, uh, you know, a super rigid plan where they don't have time to think about their problems. You see what I mean? There's a whole different intention. Do, do you understand where I'm coming from? It, it's, it's one of those kind of things. Um, because there's, there's so many avenues with this. Like I said, you can bend fitness and fat loss in whatever a million ways. You don't have to follow a keto diet and fast and work out seven days a week. You could literally walk every day. Boom. There's your fitness. You see what I mean? You can go as intense, as minimalist, as all these different options in terms of fitness, fat loss stuff, not just eat, sleep, and breathe, body fat percentage being dropped. You see what I mean? Because that's usually where people get 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 off and get, get messed up is their avenue they're taking. If calorie counting is messing with your mental health, we may need to take a step back. If weighing yourself every day is fucking with your mental health, take a step back. If going to the gym seven days a week, two a days is affecting your mental health, take a step back. Fuck, if stepping into the gym is fucking with your mental health, take a step back and walk outside every day. Like what, here's the thing. We can dial this back and baby step this back in, in any capacity, because it's one of those things where fitness and fat loss should mess, mesh seamlessly and help your mental health, not kill it and make it worse where you have to stop. Because most people have view it, oh, I have to work out seven days a week and act like a fucking bodybuilder or nothing at all and be fat and overweight and not do anything. Do you see what I mean? That's the difference. That, that, is, that is entirely the difference. Because here's the thing. Let's talk, before we get into the negatives about like where people go wrong in specifics about fat, fitness and fat loss and mental health, I want to talk to you about why fitness helps with your mental health. 
why fitness, fat loss, and these habits on a day-to-day is going to make um, your mental health go better. Okay, number one, discipline. You ever heard the term discipline is freedom? Because here's the thing. Discipline is simply executing on a decision you made regardless of the emotion. For example, I didn't uh, yesterday didn't feel like making my bed, but guess what? I've been lazy and haven't been making my bed. My bed is actually unmade right now, and it's bothering me. Um, a lot, a few of my disciplines have started to subside. My, you know, like my office right now is uh, is is dirty, and I need to clean it. And my bed wasn't isn't made, and all this stuff. And I've noticed when my discipline starts to go south, everything in my life starts to go go south really quickly. But understand this. We can't live on our based on our emotions, and especially if you're battling with a lot of mental health, you're you're not in a, it, it sucks mentally. It you know whether you're not happy, you're depressed, all this crazy stuff. But understand that discipline is freedom, and executing on a couple small disciplines will make things will help with your mental health. As in, like if you don't feel like meditating, meditating anyway. If you don't feel like going on a walk, you know getting out of the house is going to make you feel better and help. So getting out of the house, even though you don't feel like putting shoes on, it's stuff like that where in terms of everything, having a little bit of discipline, whether it be getting a shower, because right? I guys, I get it in the, in the world of mental health, it can be hard. There are days you literally just don't want to be here. There are days you don't want to get out of bed. There are days you don't want to fucking shampoo your hair, okay? But you have to understand, even if your goal on a small scale from a discipline is just get a shower every day. Wash your face every day, even though you don't feel like it. Go on a 10-minute walk around your block every day. You know, it's stuff like this. Uh, making sure even if you eat eat like shit, having an apple once a day. Like whatever it is, as small as it could be, having a small amount of discipline is going to be very conducive for your uh, fitness, of course, but also in terms of your mental health, because then you'll start to get happier and you will start to feel more free and in control. Because that's a big issue is uh, in the world of mental health is you feel like you're not in control. But understand this, if it, almost every psychologist and counselor will tell you one of the best ways to help with your uh, mental health is get get some fitness stuff under your belt. Start eating a little bit better. Start getting more active. Start moving. Because you've got like the physiological benefits, like you've got endorphins, you've got um, other happy, feel-good hormones that happen when you exercise and eat better. You know, if your self-worth isn't very good right now and you're, you know, overweight, I'm, I promise you getting your shit together and doing what you need to do regardless of emotion is going to make you feel better. You see what I mean? Um, Shoot, I mean, one of the best ways to change your men- mental headspace is to change your physiology, right? Yeah, you, you, have, have you ever like noticed like if you're still in your PJs and your hair's all messed up and you and and you know it's two p.m. and you haven't done anything, it's hard to feel like fired up and motivated. But then if you get a shower, get cleaned up, put real clothes on, and get your hair done nice, and then go out, get out of your house, you instantly feel better. Shoot, I did that the other day. I was it was like. Like most of my, my day to day, I spend at home, like with online coaching. But the other day I just wasn't feeling very hot. I just felt like, Meh. you know, it was like 2 PM. I was still in sweats in a, in a, in a hoodie. I hadn't put gel in my hair. Um, I don't think I'd gotten a shower yet, whatever. And I was just like, I just wasn't in a good headspace. I felt lousy. So what I did was I, uh, I got cleaned up. I put on real clothes. Like in my day spent in sweats and a hoodie, I put on actual pants, nice shoes, um, put gel in my hair and I went over to a Starbucks and uh, set up my computer and worked. And I felt 10 times better just because I changed my physiology. Shoot. It's hard to feel good when you're slouching, right? It's just something as simple as that changing your physiology and standing up straight 
you'll instantly feel better. It's stuff like that. So if you just habitually a couple days a week, just start to incorporate fitness stuff into your life, like exercise or whatever, you will slowly start to feel better because here's the other thing. Mental, we all, everyone talks about mental health and self-love in the same, uh, in the, like, like as in those benefit each other. Like that's a big thing. Understand this. And this is what pisses a lot of people off. I hate modern day, uh, self-love. A lot of modern day self-love is accepting bad habits for the sake of self-love, which is a problem because we, because a lot of us aren't good enough. As in, if I've got bad habits, if I beat my kids, I don't have kids, but if I beat my kids, I know that's an extreme example, and I abuse them, I'm not going to say I'm good enough and accept that bad habit. That's wrong. In the same way, a lot of people, if someone's 100 pounds overweight, they're like, oh, no, I'm good enough. Like, no, you're going to die 10 years early. That is not good enough. Now, I know some people are going to get pissed and say I'm fat shaming, but I'm telling you, this is like a health thing. There is no healthy at every size. Saying you're saying healthy at every size is like saying healthy with every disease. It's like, yeah, I'm stage four cancer, but I'm healthy. Like, no, you've got stage four cancer and you're about to die. You see what I mean? And I know those are extreme examples, but from a principle standpoint, it shouldn't matter with extreme examples. You see what I mean? That's why not accepting, calling out your own bullshit and not accepting your bad habits and changing them, in my opinion, is the epitome of self-love. So let's say you're in a bad place right now with your health. Let's say you're overweight. You don't do anything that's going to help you live longer, but you really don't want to exercise. You really don't want to eat right. That's the epitome of self of, of self love, which goes right in line with mental health. Right, doing what you know you should do, regardless if you don't want to do it. If you've been cooped up in the house all day and you know you need to go on a walk, or you haven't showered in seven days because you can't get out of bed, and you know getting a shower is one step in the right direction for you, but you don't want to. It, it's the same kind of thing as doing what you know you should do, regardless of how you feel about yourself, is the epitome of self-love. There are times, my wife and I, I have literally the best marriage on the planet, but I promise you, there are times she doesn't like me very much because I can be an asshole. I may say something that I shouldn't say. I may uh, you know, totally forget about something I made a commitment for. Whatever the case is, there may there are times, just it comes with living with each other, that, you, that my wife, I promise you, doesn't like me all the time. But guess what? I know she loves me regardless if she likes me or not. Okay. I know there are days you don't like yourself very much. There are days I don't like myself very much, but doing what I know I should do, keeping the promises I made to myself and keep investing in myself, regardless if I like myself is the epitome of self love. Right? So here's the thing. Exercising, taking care of your health, even if you are not in a good mental place is the epitome of self-love. And I'm not saying go to an extreme and fucking lose stupid amounts of weight and go to the gym every fucking day and take crazy supplements and do all the stuff you see on Instagram. I'm saying take care of the body that you're blessed to have. Because here's the thing, it's, it's going to help your mental health. These two things should flow seamlessly. Because here's at the end of the day, this isn't an investment in you. This is one of the reasons why keeping your health and fitness stuff in check and keeping those habits on point is going to help your mental health because it's literally an investment in you. Time, money, whatever. Because we value what we invest in, right? Like I invest in my business every single month because I value my business, all right? I love my my wife. She's the best thing that has like ever happened to me. And uh, I invest in our relationship. I invest in her, I invest, whether this be time, money, um, resources, whatever. So here's the thing you have to understand. 
you're because when it comes to the stuff, you are worth it. You are, you, you need to love yourself, right? So even if you don't like yourself, you need to keep investing in yourself. Hence, go on walks, go one or two days a week to the gym and walk on a treadmill or what at whatever level, like I said in the beginning, you can dial up, dial down this. For some people, I have clients who really struggle with mental health and it helps their mental health hitting it six days a week. So we, I designed the program for six days a week. I've got other co- coaching clients that their mental health, they can't do that right now. So for them going to the gym one to two days a week and drinking enough water every day is how we keep their health, mental health stuff in check. You know, because at the end of the day, sorry, my phone keeps going off. Um, Because at the end of the day, this is also about promise keeping. One of the biggest ways to chip away your self-confidence and chip away at your belief in yourself and chip away at how much you can actually rely on yourself comes down to keeping promises you make to yourself. I've said this before is imagine if you had a best friend, if your friend, like you, you, know, you guys have like the, that friend that you love the pieces, but you know, you couldn't rely on them worth shit. You know, we all have them. We love our friends to death, but if it came down to it, if you say be at my house at nine o'clock, they'd be here at 10. You know what I mean? Like we love them to pieces, but we know we can't rely on them completely. You don't want to get to this point where you're subconsciously viewing yourself like that. And you may be there right now. How many times have you said, I'm going to start making my bed and you don't? How many times have you said, I'm going to uh, do cardio tomorrow, but you don't? How many times have you said, I'm going to start over Monday and you don't? How many times have you said, oh, I'm going to just have one plate and then you have three? It's st- How many times have you said, I'm just going to get up early and then you don't? That's one I struggle with is um, not hitting the snooze button, for example. Um, and what happens is this stuff slowly starts to chip away at you, at your belief level and yourself. And because uh, it's, it's at that level, it's an ethical thing, right? If if you had a, a someone who's like, yeah, I'll be at your house at nine o'clock to take your kids to school and they don't come, they just don't show up. And then let's say you're moving like houses and, and, um, someone and the person was like, oh yeah, I'll be at your house tomorrow at 3 PM to help you move. And they just don't show up. Or someone's like, yeah, um, Hey, can I borrow, you know, a hundred bucks and I'll pay you back. And they never pay you back. After a few of these little instances, you quit relying on them because you know, they're, they're not, uh, they, they have, you know, they have ethical issues. They can't keep promises. So you'll quit relying on them and you'll view them in a whole different light because of a character issue. The thing is we do this to ourselves subconsciously. Every time you've not made you, 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 even if you haven't verbally put it out loud, you, if you've thought I'm going to start over tomorrow and you don't, you just took a chip at yourself and you're like, you know what? I'm going to do better next time. And you don't, you just took a chip at yourself. And every time you're like, you know what? I'm going to make my bed and you don't, you took a chip at yourself right now. It's bothering me. Cause I, cause mentally, the other day, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get back into the habit of making my bed. And I haven't made it this morning. And so as soon as we're off the podcast, I'm going to go make my bed because it's, I have to keep, I, I need to get back in the habit of these little promises that I honestly have been less sliding. Cause that's the thing guys is when it comes to this, keeping promises you make to yourself is the number one way to feel better about yourself. Because if you can't rely on yourself, you can, no one can, you know, that's why this this fitness game is so important in terms of your mental health. And I'm not saying you have to be a freaking fitspo on Instagram, but I'm saying making daily and weekly investments in yourself for your health. Forget like body transformation. Forget, you know, all this crazy stuff. Don't think about, oh, I'm going to do a bodybuilding show. Like, no, if your mental health is in check, use fitness and nutrition as a tool to help your mental health, not go in a crazy ass fat loss phase or do some weird challenge you saw on Instagram. There's a big difference. Most people don't view fitness as, as that. Most people view fitness as 
the extremism bodybuilder world versus like, no, I just go on a walk every day. No, I stop when I'm full. No, I'm going to have a three liters of water a day before I have any pop. No, I'm like that stuff. No, I'm going to have a salad every single day at some point. This doesn't have to be this big, crazy game changing thing, but you know what happens? You do these little habits over the course of a year. You will change your mental health. You will change your physical health and it all flows together seamlessly. You know what I mean? But now I want to talk about um, where people go wrong in terms of this, where fat loss and fitness kind of butts heads with their mental health. Um, number, let, let's talk about this. Number one ex- is extremes. Most people where they go wrong with all this is they go to extremes. They go from good, either they have this pre-made list in their head where they go from eating like a fucking asshole with no regard to nutrition, no regard to any of that to a whole 180 eating super low calorie diets, no carbs, all organic, eat, sleep, and breathe fitness. Well, that's stupid. Don't ever do that. Any extreme is bad. Should you um, avoid carbs? Well, no. Should you have all the carbs? Well, no. Well, there's a balance in there where you enjoy everything in moderation, right? Should you your whole day be eat, sleep, and breathe donuts? No. Should you have zero donuts if you love donuts like me? Well, no. But guess what happens if you have one or two donuts a day? Well, there's a magic little sweet spot. That's why, guys, extremes are bad in any area. Think about it. What happens if um, if you don't parent your kid right? Or if, if, if you overparent your kid like crazy, you're up their ass every single day and you're like on them and they rely on you to every little thing that you're going to have someone living at home till they're, for, till they're 40, right? What happens if you abandon your kid? They're probably going to grow up to be a psychopath or do really bad stuff or they're going to struggle in life. But guess what? There's that magic little ground of parenting where there's like, um, where there's definite structure in parenting, but there's also independence. You see what I mean? In, ev- in everything, there's like that. Should When you drive a car, should you um, floor it everywhere you go? Well, no. But should you slam on the brake everywhere you go? Well, no. But is there not a nice little balance where you're like slowly accelerating and slowly braking? It's, you see what I mean? Like we, 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 you have balance in every other area of your life, if you think about it. Because in any other area of our lives, we have crazy amounts of balance right? So I don't, that's why it's, people go a little bit too far with the whole fitness thing where they're, they take things out of context and make balance all or nothing or no balance and have everything all or nothing. And it's just a shit show. That's why so many people struggle with this. One of the big reasons why people struggle with not just in general, but balancing it and their mental health. You know what I mean? Just because it puts unneeded pressure at the end of the day, like you don't need so much pressure. I'm not sure if I already talked about this or not. I can't remember, but, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you need to not have as much pressure. That's one of the reasons so many people have issues with their mental health and fitness and fat loss is because there's just so much pressure, you know, like, but like, imagine this, imagine if you didn't have a timeline, like imagine if you did not have to worry about like getting your goal in three months, six months, fuck eight months, who, who cares? 12 months. Imagine that if you didn't have to worry about the pressure of it, you can just take a big inhale and a big exhale and it's all fine because there needs to be so much less pressure. I, I know everything on Instagram and all the fitspos are saying like, oh, three months, this, or you, you're comparing your story to, you know, your friend who lost 40 pounds and you've lost four pounds, but stop. There's no need to have so much pressure with any of this stuff because at the end of the day, too much pressure is what's causing half the issues that, that you're dealing with, why it's affecting your mental health and why it's hard. You're having a hard time balancing it because that flows right into having the proper expectations. That's why it's super important to have a, a very a good understanding of what realistic expectations actually look like, where 
you know, because otherwise, if you're not, I mean, expectations are everything, right? Imagine if it literally changes an experience, right? Imagine if I, uh, you were expecting me to give you a dog and I give you a cat. Well, that's just fucked everything up, right? Not that you necessarily hate cats, but you're expecting a dog. Or imagine if I said, I'm going to give you a dog and you're expecting that. And I give you 17 dogs. You totally didn't expect that or prepare for it. You see what I mean? Totally different experience. Shoot. I know one. Have you ever, um, this happened to me when I was little and it totally burned me on milk for like ever. Um, you ever, you ever went to get a drink of something and you, uh, like expecting something like really sweet, but you get something not, or you just something totally different. Like I remember I was a little kid. I was drinking Kool-Aid. I was drinking orange Kool-Aid out of like a little kid cup. And I was looking the, 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 my cup wasn't, and my brother's cup was right next to each other on my left. I looked at my mom to talk to her on my right. So I've turned my head to the right, reached to my left to grab my cup, expecting orange Kool-Aid. And I grabbed my brother's milk and I drank it. And I flipped fucking shit because I would, I one, I didn't like milk that much, but like it, it, like I'm telling you that, that bad experience imprinted milk in a way I've never had anything else imprint in my mind because of that negative experience. So a lot of times because of that expectation, right? With my case, right? It's the same thing with, with you. You have to have the proper expectations because that changes your entire experience. So here's the thing. A lot of these things in and of themselves don't seem like very, like it, like it'd be very negative for your mental health. But when you stack all these up, like seven different things, 10 different things, it can really make it hard to keep your mental health in check and keep your fitness stuff in check. Because I'll tell you, here's the thing. You know what's really hard on your mental health? Being totally honest with you. Like giving up on your fitness and fat loss, that just took a hit at your mental health. And then because of that, then like, let's say you quit, gain all sorts of weight. Then you get a bunch of really bad habits. Let's say you just never do anything. You quit going to the gym. You quit working out. You quit exercising. You quit having any sort of resemblance to a healthy diet. You quit uh, investing in yourself. You quit making these these little little positive investments in you. You're telling me doing all that is good for your mental health. Think about it. Only doing things you're comfortable with. Living by your emotions and and having zero discipline. Like if we do the inverse of all this, that's all bad for your mental health, right? So that's why again, it's a balance. Don't go to extremes and be a bodybuilder and go nuts. But doing what I talked about, having some discipline, making an effort to move every day or every couple days, having some resemblance of something with your nutrition where you're like either just drinking enough water or having plants in every meal or just stopping when you're full. There are so many things like that that are going to help a lot with with blending these two together. Here's the last thing I want to talk about in terms of, um, in terms of how most people have fat loss and fitness, uh, fuck with their mental health. Most people are putting excess meanings to things. Okay. Yeah. You ever, so, so here's the thing. It's not good or bad experiences that, that, that necessarily define us or make, make or break us. It's the meaning we associate with them. Right. For example, have you ever seen, uh, two people, like let's say brothers have a, a traumatic incident happen to them but they both assign different meanings to it and they both go completely different ways in life. So like, let's say for example, um, uh, let's say mom and dad walk down on, let's say there's a pair of twins. Let's say Bob and Jim, they're twins. Mom and dad both walked down on them when they were kids. Traumatic event, right? Bob said, Oh, I'm worthless. This because my parents hated me. I'm not worth it. Da, 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 da. And he goes and becomes a drug addict or goes and just becomes a piece of shit person and d- does really bad things. Okay. 
because of the meaning he assigned with that the, the parents leaving. But now imagine the other brother. I think Jim, I think is what I said. Now, what if he said, you know what? I'm never going to let this happen to my kids. I'm going to be there for my kids. I'm never going to let this happen like it happened to me. And then he goes to be a productive member of society and has a great relationship with his kids. Because the, the difference, they both assign meanings to the same event. Here's the thing. A lot of you guys that are struggling with fitness and mental health at the same time and they don't, and they kind of butt heads, you're assigning just meanings to everything. It's like the scale bounced up. So you assign a judgment and a meaning to it. Um, you had a bad day. You ate over ate. You assign a bad meaning to it. You, um, you know, you go to the gym and someone like was staring off into the air and they looked in your general direction. You're like, oh my gosh, they think I'm stupid. Oh, I'm quitting. You assigned a meaning to it. So understand you have all these instances that happen and most people are assigning wrong meanings to things, right? A lot of people will say, oh, the scale mess, the scale's messing with my mental health. Da, 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 da. Well, are, is it because you're assigning a meaning to it? Are you making the scale about who you are as a person? Are you making like, like, let's talk about this. You know, is it when it comes to, uh, let's say going to the gym, when you're like, oh, I just it just gets compulsive and I just did all this stuff. Like, okay, well, it's, what meanings are you assigning with it? So that's something to think about and dig deep is think about what you're struggling with and are you assigning inappropriately meanings to it? Let's say, um, like, let's say you have a bad day. Why, why would someone start over? If someone messed up on a Tuesday with their diet. Why would they start over Monday? Because they assigned a meaning to it, right? So I'm, I, want, I want to urge you to not assign meanings to everything, especially meanings that don't serve you. Even if like, let's say, let's say that something bad happens. Let's say, let's say you, uh, you overeat on a Tuesday, but saying, oh, I'm fucked. This is terrible. Did all this crazy stuff and assigning negative meanings to it does not serve you. Stop. Assign a positive meaning to it and get back on track. Do you see what I mean? It's stuff like that where you have to be careful. That's where most people go wrong with fitness, fat loss, and mental health is they're assigning all these crazy meanings to, um, to these instances, instances that happen. And that's what's causing half the issues. So, all right, guys, I don't know if that helped you. If it did, I love, I, I would love that. Um, I know I threw a lot of info at you. This is a little bit longer podcast. Um, if this did help, do me a favor, reach out to me, let me know. Cause if, if you guys like this kind of content, I'll keep bringing out this kind of content. But, um, if not, I can change subjects on whatever. So, um, this is just what I felt in my gut, like I needed to talk about. And I think it, if it, if it helps you, I'm so stoked. And if you ever need anything, never hesitate to reach out. And here's the other thing, guys, if you're struggling with this and you're not sure how to blend fitness, fat loss, mental health, reach out to me, whether you just need some pointers or if you're like, no, Jared, I want to actually, like, if you want to do coaching with me with like the whole driver behind all this is mental health you know, we can talk about it. Or if you just need some, want some point in the right direction, just reach out, shoot me an email, uh, hit me up on Instagram. I don't care. It's easy to get a hold of me. So, um, yeah, whatever you need, I got you. So otherwise, thanks again for listening. I love you a lot. I'll talk to you later.